So if the NFL had a BCS playoff system like college, what would that look like? More than likely a shit show. But let's talk about it. Grab a brew. You're in the bird cave. Let's go. What's up, everyone? It's Dudek. Welcome to my man cave, a.k.a. the bird cave. And before we get into tonight's topic, which is what if the NFL had a BCS rating just like college football does? Boy, would that be a shit show. But before we get into that, I want to take some time to let everybody know where else you can find the bird cave all over the social medias. First, we're on Twitter at bird cave where we like to interact with people on sports, brews, and other man cave stuff. and like to have a lot of fun there. We have a YouTube channel called The Bird Cave, where we post beer reviews, talk sports, hang out here in the man cave, and talk really about anything that comes to our mind. It's, it's a lot of fun. So we hope you guys can hang out with us and join in the fun. Our podcast, which we've been doing here for a few years, is available on all the popular podcast platforms. And new to our portfolio... We have a webpage, thebirdcave.com, where we post short, quick read articles on all of our sports thoughts, workouts for men over 40, as well as grilling and smoking recipes. And last but not least, Millions. Mom, we made it. We're on the Millions platform. We're so excited to be on this platform, that, and we're, we're glad that this platform exists for athletes and ex-athletes to continually connect with their fans, and with others who like to just talk sports and have a good time. And for us, we're going to bring that man cave vibe to the Millions platform. We all, a lot of us across the country have man caves. Across the world have man caves. We all hang out in man caves. Hell, let's, so let's make, million, let's make the, the bird cave the coolest man cave on the platform. I hope everybody comes, comes and joins us here in the man cave for some great, great discussions. So while you're on the Millions platform... Check out the Bird Cave profile. Check out the merch. Go grab yourself some t-shirts, including the new I'm an IPA guy shirt and sweatshirts. This one's going to be a good one, y'all. Who isn't an IPA guy? There's so many IPA guys out there. And by the way, IPA Girls is coming as well. We're going to get that out there for you. So go ahead, check it out. Grab some merch, support the Man Cave, and uh, let's talk some great sports and have just have a great time talking in general. So on to tonight's topic. It's November College football playoff talk is heating up. We got a few weeks left in the regular season. And we got the top four teams, which are no surprise to anyone. Excuse me. Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, my Knowles, Florida State. Rounding out the top four with Washington and Oregon coming in at five and six. One of those waiting for the Ohio State Michigan game, one of them to slip up, possibly jump right in there in the in the college football playoff this year. So I got to thinking, what if the NFL had the same playoff format? Would that not be a shit show? Now you, it, it would. But what four teams, and then the two on the outside, who are those six teams? There's some good arguments, and there's a lot of, a lot of teams that could fit in these six spots. But these are my six. The top four I would have in now, including the two right on the outside. There's gonna be, this, is, this is definitely a good debate, so I hope everybody takes this and, um, and forms their own debates at home. So we're going to start at the top and come down to, to six because there's you know, no, no sense of going from the six up. The suspense is really who is in the, you know, the number four, five, and six spots. 
So the, for me, the number one team has to be the Philadelphia Eagles. Again, they're the only 8-1 team. 130 yards rushing, 247 yards passing, which for the number three overall offense in the league. Very, very impressive. A.J. Brown is the best wide receiver in the NFL, bar none. I love me some Tyreek Kill. He's on my fantasy team. But A.J. Brown, 67 receptions for 1,005 yards and six touchdowns, 15 yards a catch average, 111 yards a game. He has the strongest hands in the game. This guy is physical. He's fast. He runs great routes. Right, Philadelphia is getting their money's worth with A.J. Brown, bar none, the best wide receiver in the NFL. Accompanying him, Mr. Swift, 86 yards of all-purpose, 86 all-purpose yards, excuse me, per game is definitely a trade well worth it. The argument with Philadelphia is their schedule is meh. But we'll see. Hey, the only you play who's on your schedule. But they got Kansas City, which I can't wait for that game. Buffalo and San Francisco the next three games. So we'll see how they are, but I still think Philadelphia finishes somewhere 14 and 3, 15 and 2 type record. They will they should have the number one seed in the NFC once again. So right now they are my number one team in the NFL BCS. The number two team would be the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, no surprises here. The seven they're seven and two. Um they have the number seven offense. No surprise to anybody. Um but the thing with Patrick Mahomes this year it's kind of boring. He's not making a lot of. He's made some of these ESPN Sports Center, you know, highlights where the sports angers get all go nutty over this guy. But he's not as exciting. He's rather boring. But that means he's actually very efficient. And what do I mean by efficiency? The Kansas City Chiefs have six wide receivers with 200 or more yards receiving so far this year. Nine receivers with 14 or more receptions. So everybody knows about Travis Kelsey, and rightfully so, but Mahomes is spreading this around. They're doing it with a myriad of, of players, and that's very, very impressive. And something I never thought I would say with the current construct of the Kansas City team is they got, actually have the number four ranked defense in the NFL, only giving up roughly 16 points a game. You give Patrick Mahomes a top five defense, Shoot, that's, that's dangerous. We might be looking at another New England-type dynasty where Kansas City is basically just in the Super Bowl and championship games virtually every damn year. The Kansas City is no doubt impressive with the number four defense. And I'll have to mention 31 sacks already, so they're actually making plays on defense. So shout out to Kansas City, man. Great, great football team, but the hell with y'all. I need a drink for this one here. Just give me a minute, please. For the number three team, and honestly, you can argue that the Baltimore Ravens could be the number one team with a 7-2 record. They are the number one scoring defense in the NFL, 13.8 points a game. Total defense, 262 yards a game. On offense, they're the sixth-ranked offense. Number one rushing with 160 yards a game. I hate this. But they're good. 
It shouldn't surprise me here in Pittsburgh. It shouldn't be surprised me if the Baltimore Ravens are good. 35 sacks on defense. Who the hell surprised about that? They basically donkey stomped two of the top NFC teams in the Lions and Seahawks 75-9 to at home. Holy... Mm. Zay Flowers is a beast. They finally got it right with the receiver. Lamar Jackson is making the plays, as we all know he would. Can he do it in the playoffs when it counts? That is a legit question. I still think, you know, he there, he's showing maturity about him, and I think he's playing well, except when he plays the Steelers. We got his ass. We got his number. Next two games at home against Cleveland-Cincinnati. They're 9-2. They would put a stranglehold on this division and in the AFC. We still got him. We still got him. We got one more last game of the year. I still don't think we'll be challenging for the division all with the Steelers, but rest of the NFL, you're welcome for keeping the Ravens grounded, whooping that ass. So the number four team, I went back and forth on this a lot. And I just mentioned them getting donkey stomped by the Ravens, which they did. But I got to give it up to the Detroit Lions. Who'd have, th who'd have thought they're a, a top four team? Again, it's just my opinion. But they're six and two. Of the four teams, they are the only team with a top five offense and a top five defense. They got the number two overall offense with good balance, 260 pass, 131 rush per game. The number five defense, with just like Philly, and one stat that I forgot to mention with Philly, Philly only gives up 66 yards per game on the ground on defense. That makes your offense one-dimensional, and they will just sick your ass with, with the pass rush. So the Lions are just right behind that with 76 yards a game on the ground. And when you can't control the clock with this offense, you're going to put this potent offense back on the field. Detroit, more times than not, is going to take advantage of the way that, the way that this team is built, and they're a fantastic team. Jameer Gibbs, I think, I, first, I don't know what, what the, why they're not using him at the beginning of the year. But I just think he's going to get better and better. And towards the end of the year, he is going to be a major factor, even when Montgomery comes back off of injury. And Amon St. Brown gives me Heinz Ward vibes all day. He is tough. By the way, shout out to, uh, and rest in peace, Tunchokin. I'm just take one of your lines. But Amon St. Brown is tougher than Woodpecker Lips. Thank you, Tunch, for that. So the Detroit Lions at 6-2 and two are here to stay this year. You know, they haven't done it yet, so who knows what they'll do. I mean, now they become the hunted. Can a team like that continue uh, to, you know, to continue to have success this year? Uh, we don't know. So my top four. Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens, and the Detroit Lions. So my two play-in teams... I'm going to need another one. I hate the two, or my, two of my rivals are top five teams. They're coming, y'all. Again, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, they're five and three, but they start off the year like dog shit. But Joe Burrow is healthy. We know what those weapons, Jamar Chase, Higgins, Mixon, 
Boyd, they, 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 just, they just keep coming. They are a vastly improved team um, because of health. They're a strong team. I picked them to win a division at the beginning of the year. The run game is a little weak at 75 yards a game, but I think they're just kind of finding themselves a little bit. Um, they beat the Seattle Seahawks, the 49ers, the Buffalo Bills the last three weeks. They're on a trajectory, and I hate it, but I'm here to give an honest opinion, not a, not a homer opinion. So I, I would put the Cincinnati Bengals at number five right now. And number six would be the six and two Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, I got to swallow that one too. It's been a rough year. Um, they they beat Steelers behind pretty 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 soundly. Um, Steelers left a lot of plays on the field, but enough of that. Jacksonville, fantastic um, team this year. A lot of their young stars are starting to play. Trevor Lawrence starting to play. Travis Etienne, we knew he could do this. You know, in the NFL, there was a lot of talk. Should the Steelers take Etienne, Najee Harris? For the scheme, they took the right back, even though ETN is balling out right now. And I'm glad he's doing it. He's a great, great kid, great talent at Clemson. He's doing great things now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, statistically, they don't wow you. They're in the middle of the road with a pretty much every statistical category team in uh, passing, rushing, defense, everything. And they're really outscoring right now 24 to 19 is an average in their game. So they're just they're just getting by. But they are getting by. You know, you keep winning while you learn. In Jacksonville, I think the, the future is bright there. So right now they would be the number six team. Uh, and we'll see if they would ever to slip into the to the top four. But I'm not doing this. I, I may revisit this later on um, with the top six. Maybe get some other guys in here to get their thoughts. But those are my top six. And just so everybody knows, I am not a homer, though I am a black and gold fan. I am a Steelers fan till the day I die. Where would I have them at five and three, the most puzzling five and three team I have ever seen? I would put them anywhere from nine to twelve. You can put you can make cases for them to be they're in the playoffs, so you have to put them in the top fourteen. I can you I can listen to a case where they're 14, but I, do I think they're better than the New Orleans Saints? Yes. Do I think they're better than the Minnesota Vikings who are in the playoffs? Yes. Are they better than the Dallas Cowboys? Mm -hmm. Cowboys got the talent, they got the explosiveness, but they just got they're the Cowboys. Are the Steelers better than the Cleveland Browns? Yes. The Browns have a better defense, but they're better than the Browns. Are they better than Cincinnati? No. Again, 9 through 12-ish. Um, so that's where I put the Steelers. So it is. So there we go. One more recap. Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens, Detroit Lions, Cincinnati Bengals, Jacksonville Jaguars. There is your NFL BCS, and I just fumbled my damn ball, and I don't care. I want this to do that. I really appreciate everybody hanging out here in the Bird Cave. Go on the uh, check us out on Millions. Get yourself some Bird Cave merch, cold drinks, great friends. We all got them. Get yourself a shirt, represent it. We'll see you on the next one. We are just starting on Millions. We can't wait to bring you guys some more great man cave hangouts. So until the next time, cheers, take care, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace out.